Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, friends. Have you noticed that there is a general sense As spring gets going, there's something about the month of March where hustle and bustle starts happening, where it might not have been quite as frantic at the beginning of the year. So there's the sense of everyone having ideas and wanting to get stuff started early on. But right around now is when we start seeing people really freeing up the time, the energy, and the space to hustle. And we're starting to see it in earnest. And it's kind of cool. It's like an energy that we can tap into and really take advantage of as we move forward in our own lives to just get a sense of like, wow, everyone around me has some stuff going on and I have some stuff going on and I can use some of that collective sense of energy, of motivation and of excitement to put that into the things that are important to me and the projects that I want to see succeed It's like a reflection, I think, of how things get frozen in the winter, right? Like the ice gets hard and nothing's moving. And then there's this great release and melting. And then it turns into like a crazy crush of like ice moving down the rivers and jamming things up. And then it's like just really moving. And it's cold water. It's not that comfortable yet. We're not yet in the smooth sailing days of summer, but we are in the, I don't know, it's like the the crunchiness of getting all of that energy that had been slowed down over the winter freed up to move again. And there might be bumps and sore points and things that aren't quite flowing the way we want yet. But yet there's this real sense of wanting to push through, of being excited to be able to push through any of those barriers. And I like tapping into that energy and thinking of it as like, oh yeah, there's like the springtime slush. And that's what we're all moving through right now is the springtime slush. So there's like the backlog of all of the things that maybe didn't get completed last year or the ideas that we had that aren't really serving us anymore, things that we've believed about ourselves that aren't really helpful. And we want to push through all of that. And it's like cleaning it up. There's something about the sense of the water moving through all of the sludge and the dirt that it actually is a really cleansing and smoothing process, the kind of stuff that just through the movement alone can smooth down the rough edges. And I look forward to that in my life. So let's think about the kinds of ideas and the kinds of thoughts and feelings and just inactivity that we've had, that we've started to believe about ourselves perhaps over the winter. And I'd ask you, have you spent the time building yourself up or have you spent it knocking yourself down? So that's always a good question to ask is what has my general state of uh, mental clarity been? And have I been aware of my thoughts or have I been mean to myself? What are the things that I'm worried about? And do I believe them deeply? Or are these just thoughts? Am I able to push through them like they're just sludge? Or are they like really sticky? And are they going to take a lot of work to break through that? 
it's a good time to assess it. I think any time is a good time to assess that and to wonder about how we treat ourselves and what is our dominant thought pattern. So most of us have a default state of how we generally feel about ourselves and we have a default state about what we believe about ourselves. So for me, I think I have an underlying feeling that I get things done, that I mm, that I like to do it quietly and then all at once, <laughs> that I'm a little bit lazy. I have that thought as well, too, that maybe I need to work a little bit harder. So I have conflicting beliefs about like, I'm really a hard worker, but I also don't like to work very hard. And that's a difficult one for me to reconcile, but I have both sides. There's the worry that maybe I'm not doing enough or pushing myself hard enough. I think that's a more accurate description of my laziness is not that I'm lazy. It's that I probably could work harder than I do, but I also really like about myself that I'm willing to take a break, to be present, to make time for my family, to make time to enjoy beautiful things like going out in a meadow and like looking at the clouds and smelling nice things, going to a market and taking all day to just like smell the food and pick something delicious. These are things that I like about my life and myself that I'm not willing to give up. So it's one of those moments in life where I'm recognizing, are these aspects of myself serving me well for the person that I want to be this year. I think that's a nice way to look at it too, is just go, okay, what are the thoughts and are these thoughts serving the type of experiences I'd like to have or create this year? If they are awesome, I'll just run with it. But if it's actually getting in the way, if it's actually creating that log jam of ice and slush and grossness that I'm trying to like move on this river, maybe it's time to figure out how to melt some of that or to lift it or just find a way to let it dissolve and move. So things that I'd like to experience this year, personally, I have a lot that I want to go out and do. I'm looking for a lot more physical movement and creating like vacation memories with my daughter. That's a big one on my list this year is that I want to connect with her. We're going to go to the Wolf Conservation Center of New York this summer Uh, We went last year, we did a sleepover with the wolves with a camping trip, and I want to do that again. I would love, of course, to do Renaissance fairs because I love those, but they are an investment in time and travel and money, and I need to save up for that. And there's just generally more movement. So I'm thinking, oh, could I take ice skating lessons? What if I picked up a new hobby? What if I picked up a sport? Am I capable of that at this stage in life? And I want to say, yes, I am. But again, it's going to take a freeing up of space, time, and money for myself, and I need to plan ahead. So are my current ways of believing about myself and the way that I currently operate serving that, or is it getting in the way? And when I run my own personal assessment, I go, I like who I am and I enjoy who I am, but I definitely need to work a little harder (laughs) to create a little bit more momentum Um, in my business, financially, and just in general, if I want to do all of these fun things to the degree to which I want to do them. I would be more content if I could do more, and so I'll have to do more. And what's a really wonderful thing about that is that instead of looking at how I am as a shortcoming, which I think is a tendency, right, is to go, oh, I'm just, I don't know what to do, I'm incapable of doing that, or I feel so bad, I guess that's just the way it is. I'm looking at it going, this is a tendency that I have, It's how I operate. However, 
I equally believe that I'm capable of giving a great deal of value. And all I'm really asking of myself is to show up and be more valuable. And then I'll earn more value back. And then I'll be able to put it into these cool things that I want to have and do and be. I also really want to help my husband get a car this year. That's absolutely imperative. We need one. So there, there's this balance, right, too. Oh, here's some other thoughts. Gosh, you guys, I tell you all of my secrets. <laughs> this is about deciding priorities. And sometimes, and I don't know if you find this also difficult, it's easy for me to get excited about pretty fun and relatively small things and think, oh, that's so easy. I could just do that. It's not that expensive or it's fine. I can just do that. But when it comes to a bigger investment, like a electric vehicle or something that like takes real money, real financing, and I have to really think about that feels harder for me. And it's more difficult for me to say no to something smaller, like going for the ice skate this week and putting that money instead towards a car payment until I actually have the car and have to make the payment. So it's like, I I know some things about myself, about how I have to set things up in order for them to happen properly. So for me, it's like I have to take care of the big priorities first so that I'm already dealing with them because until they're concrete in my little brain and my heart and my body, they're not real yet. So they don't matter. And I'll figure it out later. That's what I've learned about myself. And I don't want to always live like that. So I'm needing to learn to plan a little bit more ahead. So I have to kind of make it more concrete and like make a fund. And I think for me, one of my strategies is like, maybe I need to make another account where I just shove some money as though it's the car payment so that it's already gone because it would be if I had the car payment. And then we can see, is there the extra money to do the ice skating lesson? Is there extra money to go get a new dress or whatever the thing is that I want to do for fun? That's how it might have to be for me. And it might be different for you. But this is part of me unjamming my life is looking at what is the tendency? What have I been doing? What is the result of all that? And am I happy with where I'm at now? And I feel really fortunate in my life to say, generally speaking, I'm not dissatisfied. <laughs> like it's, it's all going okay. Could it go better? Of course. But I don't think that I've made poor decisions in how generally I'm spending my time. I do think I could make better decisions about the proportions of time that I spend in each of my areas. Do I need to spend so much time reading? Could I spend more time marketing? Probably. Do I want to do that? My heart says no, but my wallet says yes. (laughs) So (laughs) these are the things that I need to assess. And then for me, I like to come at it from a, how can I make this more fun and doable knowing what I know about myself? What is the thing that I would need to believe to make marketing a little bit easier? What is the thing that I need to believe that would make me show up and do the thing? And this is something that I like working with clients as well as to go, what are the things that you're already doing really well? Would it be okay to just ask yourself to do slightly more of that? Yeah, that's a lot easier than saying, do something you've never done before. Great. So that's always a good starting place for me. And then another one is if you're resisting it entirely, what is it that you believe about that activity that's stopping you from doing it? So sometimes it's fear fear of getting it wrong, fear of losing something is often a huge one. Sometimes it's fear of association of having a belief about the type of person that does that kind of stuff is not the person I want to be. And I don't want to be like that. And when I notice that 
I really have to question myself and go, well, why? Why would I believe that? Or is that serving me to believe that? Is it helping me get this other thing that I want? Probably not. I don't know. Having lots of internal dialogue actually does free up energy that's being spent that I'm unaware of. And I think back to this like river analogy of it being all clogged up with muck and sticks and grass and ice and dirt and rocks and things that are just ready to move at the end of like spring as spring is melting everything. Those are all of the debris of my life and the habits and the routines that have gotten stale and old. And they just need to clear to the side now so that the actual energy can move. And the energy is me. The stuff isn't me. And isn't that a nice thought? If you think of like the energy of your life, if you're looking at that river, like you are the water, you are the energy and all the stuff that's in there. Those are the thoughts, the beliefs, the habits, the things that are there. Are they serving you? Are they helping you move forward? Or are they in the way? And sometimes they're helping and sometimes they're not. And that's why we do this thought work, particularly when we're trying to shift a habit or to create something new or to magnify something we need to get rid of all of the excess debris that's dragging us down or just keeping us caught without us knowing why. Like no one likes getting caught in a little eddying current where it's like the same thing again and again and the same people and the same conflict and the same confusion. What helps us break out of that is to grab the stick that's holding you there and like toss it out of the water or use it as a launching pad to just move to the next thing. So we take something about ourselves that's been true and we use it as a launching like tool to get to the next phase and go, great, I've gotten out of that current. Thank God. Thank you for that habit. And now I'm going to release slowly and move on and try something new. I love setting up experiments and asking myself to try something and give myself a limited amount of time. I think this is hugely helpful whenever you're trying to do something big and new is to break it down into something very small and very doable and to limit yourself and say, I'm only asking myself to do this this week or for 30 days or 60 days, something that feels manageable, where if you had to use willpower, you know, you could get through that amount of time. But ideally what you're doing is choosing an amount of time and not needing willpower for the entire time, because you're using that time wisely to maneuver your best traits to support you. So instead of asking yourself to just like go out and run a marathon when you've never run a day in your life, we're going to like start with, I'm going to get fitted for the shoes that I need to go on this marathon this week. And then the next week you're like, great, I'm going to like start walking every day for the five miles or whatever I'm going to do. And then the next week I'm going to ask myself to just jog a little bit for the beginning half. And then I finish it through walking and it just slowly builds and changes so that you're doing something and slowly evolving and slowly changing it until it just kind of happens. It feels like it just kind of happened, but it didn't. It happened because you made conscious change. You made a decision that you were going to change something or do it a little bit different or a little bit challenging at a pace that was doable for you. I think that's so important is to pick a pace that's doable for you so that you're reinforcing success and you're able to get back on the horse when you fail. That's another huge thing about any kind of activity and change that we're making is that we do slip, we do mess up, we miss a day, we do it wrong, we fail. And there's a tendency for us to just like wad it all up and throw it in the trash and be like, this is crap and I suck and it's just not working. And then we give up. 
And we don't have to do that. And we don't have to think of ourselves as failures as people when we had a failure in something that we were doing, like a failure to see success that day or a mistake or a sick day or just something weird happens that derails us. It's okay. We have to build in expectation for that and make it super easy for ourselves to just re-get back on, get back in line, right? And keep going. For me, I've learned to, to not punish or to notice when I want to punish myself for not having done something. So the walking habit I've talked about a lot on this podcast, it's something that I built up very slowly and I've expanded. And for the most part, I go for a walk of a few miles every day. And I'd say like at least once or twice every two weeks, three weeks, I miss one or two days or even three. And it doesn't stop me from the next day going back out and continuing. What I have allowed myself to do though is go, okay, you didn't walk yesterday and it must not have been a great day for walking. I talk to myself kindly about it. I'm like, it must not have been a great day for walking, but today is, and I'm not feeling great about it because I feel bad that I didn't go yesterday. What if I just tried to do like one mile today instead of my normal two or three? And that's all I ask of myself is like, we're just going to do one. You do one, it's a success. Woo-hoo. So I, I allow myself to count a success, even if it's a smaller amount than my full capability, right? But by doing that, it allows me to get back in. I can get back on that horse. I do my one mile. Often I find I'm like, oh, I actually want to do a second lap. So then I do two miles and then I'm like right back on track. Um, my trick right now is going for two miles in the morning and then trying to get another two in later in the day because I'm realizing for my own health, I want to break it up more and have more opportunities for movement rather than just compacting it into one section of my day. That's me. But it makes it easier for me to do it more often if I miss a day and I allow myself to still count a success. Like you went out for a mile this morning. Do you want to go again? And if I don't, I can still go, well, you did still walk today. So you're still a walker. And that's actually been fundamental for me is that I still believe I'm a walker. I still am someone who walks because I went every day or I went almost every day. And I'm not saying I'm not a walker if I didn't do five miles every day. And that's made all the difference in the world about how I live my life. And I think, good God, if I had set myself up and said, it doesn't count if you're not doing four miles every day, Blaze, there's no way I would be doing four miles now. There'd be no way that I'd be going out twice a day for walks now. Like it just wouldn't be happening because I'd feel so ashamed and incapable because I wouldn't believe I was a walker because I just, at the beginning, I wasn't able to do that. And I just hadn't figured out how to have that amount of time or that amount of energy or that amount of focus or even willpower for it. So that's something to really look out for with yourself too, is to notice when there's a thing that you want to be, you have to set yourself up to believe that you are that even with only a very small portion of what your full capability is. I know I could probably walk for like 10, 16 miles. I could do that. I don't particularly want to, but I know I could. And I'm thankful for that. And there are times when I will go out hiking and like, let's go camping and carry a lot of stuff and climb up a mountain and we'll walk all day. I can do that, but I don't need to do it every day. I still, through just choosing to walk a small amount, now could do such a thing. Mm. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is little tiny, little tiny moments, little tiny decisions build on themselves 
being kind to ourselves and allowing ourselves the freedom and the kindness to look at our very tiny contribution towards something allows it to build and grow and nurture. I like to think of us as like having our inner child, right? And we're encouraging that child to try something new, to do something hard, to step out of our comfort zone. And when we do that well, when we're just encouraging to ourselves and we treat ourselves with that level of praise and excitement and appreciation for our efforts, we actually, just like kids, come back and want to give ourselves more. We want to put in more effort. We're excited and we want to prove that we're capable to the task and we're excited to be a part of that. So that's some psychology that certainly helps. Mm. Yes. My friends, I hope that you are putting together all kinds of exciting ideas about who you are this year and who you want to be, or that you've settled on one main idea, one aspect of yourself that you want to really amplify this year. And if you have, I think that's fabulous. I think that you are very likely to succeed when you just have one main goal and then you can have lots of little, little baby goals around it that get to flourish simply because you've picked up this one new thing. But as you go for it, be easy with yourself, be kind, be gentle, be encouraging, allow yourself, I don't know, chances to explore, to stretch, to, to mess up and keep going. And remember that your challenge isn't necessarily to have done all the things, although it is that it's to show up for yourself as you're doing it, to be, to be your own best friend, to be your own encourager and motivator and like kind and gentle elder with your young self that's inside that wants to impress yourself so much and go, you are impressing me. Like, here we are, we're showing up, we're doing it. When you come at it with that attitude, it just gets really exciting and rewarding and joyful. And I want you to experience all of that joyful unfolding this year. So if you have something really cool that you're experimenting with or expanding yourself by please hit me up, send me a message, tell me what you're working on, because I love feeling like I'm connected to this community of people, like we're all out there getting better at something amazing this year. And we're all going to do it because we have that energy, like we're all just going to tap into the energy of that moving river together. And we're going to do it. We've got this. Have a wonderful week. And I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.